Look at that big kitty. Oh, I'm gonna put you. Oh, I'm gonna twist you. Oh shit, he's getting mad. All right, Teague. So you ready to go? <laughs> yep. What do you think? Are you prepared uh, mentally, uh, physically, and spiritually for nope. what some may call episode 27 of New Talk? New, new. I just can't do it. Noob Talk Radio. <laughs> Noob Talk Radio, thank you. No, I'm not ready. Not ready at all. Never will be. We should just reschedule. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Let's uh, let's table it. Snap time. Table it for another time. <laughs> Snap time right now. I really wish we could just play Cyberpunk. <laughs> I really wish that Jasmine was not leaving. Just cancel the podcast episode. <laughs> or maybe just do a live recording of Cyberpunk. <laughs> eh, that might ruin it. That would probably not be good. Yeah, yeah. My friend, uh, one of my buddies who listens to the show told me that I should consider like something like that, like live streaming like D&D or something. And like he's like, yeah, people like that stuff. You never know. Maybe you could make a channel about that or something. I wish we recorded our fight because I think that would have been entertaining <laughs> as fuck. Um, yeah, I think that would have been funny as hell. Probably. Because yeah. again, yeah, toilet paper wars. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, nothing but the finger pop in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into recording that stuff for like posterity. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like on some level... The recording of the thing would ruin the experience. Mm. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like, I hear you. But I don't know, you know? Anyways, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we nope. are here to talk about video games. And um, I guess I should probably lead by saying this is a bit of a... So we kind of fucked up the schedule. By last week, I released the E3 episode oh, after a week after the previous okay, one. Okay, yep. Uh, we're not really on a weekly schedule. I feel like more and more as we go along that I probably can only actually do a bi-weekly. Okay. Realistically, but we'll see. Fair I enough. Mean, I still, the fact remains I want to do a weekly. So if I ever feel like I can, I definitely will. Uh, but yeah, we broke our bi-weekly schedule, so I wanted to just do an episode again to get us, so there's something to release on the bi-weekly to not fuck with people too much. Fair enough. Not only did I release it last week instead of the week after, but I also did it on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so it just, you know, it was completely off. <laughs> did not respect any of the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, well, they're all made anyways, you know? They are, they are. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was an E3 episode. I wanted to just, like, if people want to hear about E3 stuff, might as well just give it to them as soon as possible. Right? Like, yeah, s- I mean... S- strike while the iron's hot. You know? Well, yeah. Before next E3 comes out. Exactly. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I, we set out, I set out the topic list this week to mostly just talk about this fun, uh, do you want to leap right into the crazy, I think crazy so. abandoned conspiracy? I think so. <laughs> that makes okay. sense. So, um, probably everybody listening to this already knows about this. And I guess, sort of give background, this abandoned project was first announced back in uh, April. I mean, not that long ago, but April, yeah, April 7th, there was a PlayStation blog post about this game. Mm-hmm. So an actual, legit PlayStation blog post about this abandoned game by an indie developer by the name of Hassan Karaman from Blue Box Studios in the Netherlands, uh, and he revealed some new title he's working on, some sort of, like, survival-y, kind of horror-y, atmospheric game that actually does sound pretty cool if you read the blog post. It's like he talks about a bunch of stuff they want to do, like, uh, you know, realistic... Uh, Reactions to if you get shot, like shot in the leg, you might drop your pistol, have to pick it up, or bandage your wound or something. Like very like sort of like survival heavy elements, I guess it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Realistic uh, stuff, you know, and very scary and spooky. There's a trailer that was released at the same time, I believe, that you can go look at. It's very, has a weird kind of annoying narration. (laughs) Very bad narration. (laughs) Very bad narration, but the art itself actually looks pretty pretty it cool. does it does um, it like does. it's just a really nice forest environment exploring with like you can see a pistol so oh i didn't even notice that i think you can yeah. or maybe it's just in screenshots but maybe yeah. there's a, but there's you know there's allegedly uh combat guns. elements yeah there's guns 
Um, and there's a PlayStation blog post talking about this game by Hassan Karaman, game director of Blue Box Studios, and it was fairly legit on the PlayStation blog, so you'd think that it's, uh, you know, totally on the level, right? Um, and then I think that's when all these rumors started about the fact that this guy is, like, secretly... Like, this whole thing, both the guy himself and Blue Box Studios and this game, it's all just a big front for a secret Hideo Kojima game. That's when the rumors started, mm -hmm. and they've only gotten worse. Okay, so they started in April. <laughs> Back in April, that's what it... Because you can see it, like, I've got an article here from IGN... Uh, dated uh, one day after that PlayStation blog post that says PS5 exclusive abandoned is not a secret Kojima game. Director says rumors were not fun, uh, quote unquote. And uh, yeah, he apparently did an interview with, this actually does further corroborate the maybe insanity of this uh, wild conspiracy theory, but he did do allegedly on this, uh, I mean, I say allegedly, I guess everything is really alleged unless it's like, you know, what is proof these days? But on, on the well, idea- If you see it, <laughs> well, I mean, it's just on the IGN interview, they say that he did an interview with them. Right. So we have to assume that's real. Right. right. <laughs> but apparently he did an interview with them, and in this article he states unequivocally multiple times that, uh, you know, this is definitely not a secret Kojima game. There's nothing to these rumors. Uh, I'm amused partially by it, but it's also a little bit, like, kind of tiring having all this talk about, like, this thing that this is not... We're just an independent game studio. We, we're trying to make a cool game. You know, we're excited about it. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> you know, like, um, so that's when the rumor started. This is April eighth, and things have really sort of like just recently spiraled, escalated to fever pitch of like wild rumors and like speculation and like things going left and right. Yeah. I mean, do you want to just like? Here, why don't you just tell us like briefly what's your sort of initial? somewhat outsider opinion on this kind of, I, I don't you know you watch the young the young E uh, yeah I did I watched um, we should probably plug that real fast yeah young, he's amazing he's the one that uh, that I heard about it well, well I saw a video of his talking about it um, and yeah young E is the YouTuber and um, young E is Y-O-N-G-Y-E-A yeah I believe yeah yeah, yeah. Um, prominent YouTuber yeah video game stuff he's uh I, I don't know. I like him. Um, and yeah, he did a video about it, and that was the first I'd heard. Um, yeah. Pure and simple. But anyways. Um, so yeah, we had a brief service interruption there, but we're back. Uh, we were on the topic of Yang Yi's uh, breakdown of um, this whole abandoned conspiracy thing. Uh, yeah. Just, yeah, we just wanted to plug him because we like him, and uh, he is a very, very good content creator. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah super yeah. level-headed, you know, despite some per perhaps controversial <laughs> cyberpunk. I don't know. Some angry, uh, yeah. yeah, some angry viewers um, or some shit. I don't know. I, again, I was floored by the comments. Like, yeah. Uh, I was just like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And the video uh, that we both watched, I think, was uh, the insane Kojima slash Silent Hill and Blue Box slash Abandoned uh well, there's a dot, 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 and I don't want to touch my computer because I'll get distortion. Mm -hmm. Conspiracy theory thing, basically. Right. Which is an, maybe a little bit absurdly long title, uh, but pretty much all it's just to say that, just... yeah, there's a, there's a conspiracy. Exactly. And yeah. right before we took a little, we got interrupted there, we were saying how, yeah, there was recently, so the initial, contra like, uh, sorry, the initial um, speculation started back in April, and then recently there was a huge uptick as people are starting to, like, put together all these different things that they think points to this, like, super secret Hideo Kojima, uh, you know, collaborate, like, make, like, this Blue Box Studios is just a front for Hideo Kojima advertising his new game, and, like, he's being all sneaky about it and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, and I think what I was about to ask you, you know, what's your outsider opinion, just, or perspective on this, just from the big, you know, before we get into the, 
any of the crazy conspiracy theories? Personally, I think it's a big fat nothing burger, and uh, I think nothing of it whatsoever. But um, yeah, I mean that's just me at first. Like I don't know. You can find coincidences and all kinds of stuff. I mean, that's true. I don't. Uh, I know he's got a history of doing some weird shit, and like, if any very important facet of this, and if anyone's gonna do it, it's gonna be him, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, there's your possibility, but yeah. um, I don't know. Personally, I just don't think anything of it. You know, um, <laughs> I think it's um, people kind of grasping at straws. You know, like I don't know, uh, freaking out, uh, pretty much just wanting it so bad that they're making it up. You know, like yeah. or they're just. Oh, this could be, you know, and it's like, yeah. well, I, I get it, you want it, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I kind of see this whole situation as like, I guess, you know, we should probably, I'll try and break down my understanding of the actual conspiracy itself, mm-hmm. for what that's worth. Uh, yeah. But again, if you want a cogent version of it, just go listen to Yang Yi's breakdown. Yeah, it's he, for sure going to be more cogent than Oh, me. it's very clear. Like, and he, Extremely clear. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I think, 20-something minutes, right? Like, it's... Uh, maybe... 35 is a little long but it, oh, okay. it is There's... pretty com- convoluted yeah I maybe mean, the second one was 20 minutes eh, Probably. i don't know yeah. all in all yeah. it's there's a lot of info there yeah and i'll also plug really quickly too just because a lot of uh, young Yi's info and a lot of everybody's info came from this uh there's a giant reddit post by aid this fellow user is the name of the guy uh called here are all the possible hints that blue box game studios is related to kojima and silent hill and he did a, just a really good breakdown of here's a collection of every single Every single little thing that people are talking about. Uh, and there's some other credits to users, but you can go and check that giant thread if you... It's pretty easy to find if, you, if you're curious. But, um... Man, what was that? I kind of derailed myself. You were going to say... Uh, you were just going to spit out a bunch of the... Uh... Oh, and before I do that, yeah, I wanted to say that I feel like this whole situation is kind of a win-win no matter what. Because like you just said, you know, everyone wants it so bad that they're trying to will it into existence. And that's kind of great, because even if this whole thing falls flat on its face, it shows the public interest in the Silent Hills franchise. Right, and also, that many people, even if it isn't him, people are probably still gonna... This game will probably sell a hell of a lot more than it would have if yeah. this conspiracy didn't exist, right? That's like, another uh, huge thing, yeah. It's I like mean, the, the, um, the amount of, like, uh... Yeah, I mean, I really do, because a lot of people are... So, some people are saying, you know, like, these guys are fucked if, like, this whole thing is a joke, right? Like, Like, if this whole thing turns out to be... Wait, not at all. Yeah, like like it's nothing at all. Like there'll be so much negative press because they seem to have like alluded to this so hard that like people are going to be so upset. But I kind of see it as like similarly to you. I feel like it's just there's no bad press here. No, like, I mean this, these have, these guys have uh, Blue Box Studios and this Hassan Karaman guy. They've gotten so much attention. I'd of never this. heard of them, and I never would have had uh, this conspiracy not yeah come up. You yeah, know? like yeah. Uh, I just I don't know, not really my thing, and. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a little interest in it now just because I'm curious, but I mean, I still am not, I'm not going to play the game. I just, yeah. uh, I'm curious as to what happens now, but uh, I, I think... And but it's true that they'll have tons of press, right? right? Like, like, the attention is so closely laser-focused on them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a good thing. It's um, kind of a good thing no matter what, yeah. I think. And like, and like you said, too, even if it's not a Silent Hills game, it's super good indication that there really is a ripe market out there for a Silent Hill game. Yeah. So, if anything, also, it'll just increase the chances of us getting one in the future. I don't know if they didn't know that already, though. Maybe. maybe. I think with PT and stuff, right? But I, I feel like uh, Konami needs a sort of... Stick in the okay, stick in yeah. the butt kind of thing, just because like they, I mean, this was clear since PT. Mm-hmm. Like like 
I can't I, I can't remember off the top of my head again the numbers, but like the amount of downloads PT had in like mm -hmm. a couple days was like it was like millions mm -hmm. um, for like a free download. Like and the yeah, I mean the public interest in PT was just so incredibly huge that like you know, but then they didn't do anything. That's 2014, right? Yeah, and we're now 20 uh, 2021. They, they didn't do anything for seven years. There's been no talk of Silent Hill, you know, there's been, well, there's been rumors, but there's been no actual public uh, company talk, talk about Silent Hill. So I feel like they kind of need a bit of like a push to like, yeah, can you maybe just give, like, we want this franchise to come back. Like, it's been long enough too. You can't at all say it's like an Assassin's Creed situation where there's maybe even too many of them. If anything, there hasn't been enough. You yeah. Know? So it's yeah, like, um, yeah, I feel like they need a bit of a kick in the pants, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Although, of course, there's the all the bad, the the supposed bad blood between Kojima and Konami because he worked at Konami and then he he left, right? Because they, right, they right. had disagreements, and everyone's saying that's why there's no Silent Hill anymore because they're not collaborating. Mm. Although I'm pretty sure Konami owns Silent Hill still, and I think they can do one if they want to. They're just maybe scared to do one without Hideo Kojima, which I would be because, you know, he's, he's so clearly... He is the, Silent Hill, right? Yeah, you, you kind of need the... Actually, I think we looked this up a while... Or I looked this up a while back when we were doing an episode. I think he's not Silent Hill. Like, oh, no. he's PT. But I think that he... Like, it was somebody else doing Silent Hill, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, it's just the recent... The PT demo that... Uh, I... You know, I should fact check this. Here, let me fact check this really, really quick. Silent Hill is developed by an internal group called Team Silent. Internal group of... Konami. Yeah, the creator is actually Kichiro Toyama. So okay. it's not it's not uh, Hideo Kojima. It's just Hideo Kojima that took over the helm for that demo. Hmm. So I guess everyone assumed that he was the new Silent Hill guy, but it's actually, historically, it's not it's not him. Hmm. Um, but it does seem to be a good fit with his uh, skill set, okay. as okay. seen by the demo. Anyway, so I guess all that to say, there clearly is desire for a Silent Hill, yep. and it would be nice if somebody would make one. Yeah. So it's probably good fuel to the fire of, like, maybe they'll actually make a Silent Hill game if they see so much public interest. That'd be nice, yeah. But to come back to the actual crazy conspiracy um, with this abandoned game, so I don't think we really said anything about no. what actually is, but basically, as far as I understand it, and again, I do not understand it well, uh, but I think that the most of the initial controversy came from... There was a tweet from Blue Box Studios about Abandoned that happened on June 15th. Uh, so this is just uh, 10, 10, 11 days ago. And they said, uh, guess the name. The tweet says, guess the name, colon, abandoned equals brackets, first letter S, last letter L. Reveal closing in, dot, dot, dot. Hashtag PS5, hashtag exclusive. That's what started the whole, that really ramped up the, the, the conspiracy to fever pitch because everyone's like, okay, well, that's obviously Silent Hill, right? Like, first letter S, yeah, first letter S, last letter L. Could be shithole, no? <laughs> well, shithole would end with E. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But um, this has actually been shithole. this is this this has been attempted to be debunked after, by the way, by uh, Blue Box Studios themselves and Hassan, um, because he said uh, like he first of all uh, very rapidly after everyone started being like this is obviously Silent Hill, he was like it's not a Silent Hill guy, game, guys. That was not our intent to to, to tease that. And then I think more recently uh, he put out another tweet saying it's supposed to be just survival. Like, mm. like the first, the first letter S, last letter L, he's like, it's just, which he's like, it's just means it was going to be survival, which is because his game is a survival, is a survival or, game. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, that's could be totally debunked by that. Right. Um, but that really started the, all the speculation going. And then of course, there's also the fact that, so 
part of the reason why this is possible at all, like you were saying, Hideo likes to do this kind of stuff. Uh, like, he also used a fake studio when teasing PT. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fake studio was 7780S Studio that was created just to tease that game, although it was just his development team. And also, Metal Gear Solid Five was initially advertised as the Phantom Pain by Moby Dick Studios out of Sweden. So that mm-hmm. was another sort of, like, false made-up studio reveal. And, uh, yeah, and the Moby Dick Studios out of Sweden was run by Joachim Mogren, and Joachim was an anagram of Hideo. Mm-hmm. So, wait, no, sorry, an anagram of Kojima, excuse me. So, yeah, he's not a stranger to this type of weird shit. Although right. there's some other stuff that disproves that, because um, I think we were talking about earlier, too, like, in that the whole Phantom Pain by Moby Dick thing, there was an interview between Jeff Keighley and um, some guy who was supposed to work at the Sweden studio. He was actually revealed to be an actor later, right? Right, but right. some guy with, like, bandages mm-hmm. talking I, about I the game. It, yeah. Although the Jeff Keighley plot, plot will thicken later. Um, but it was an interview between Jeff Keighley and him talking about this fake uh, this fake game. And, like, the guy was being super vague. It seemed extremely not real. Like, it was a bit, like, sort of cheesy, funny kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, it was just kid. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's just a marketing ploy, mm-hmm. and it totally works. So he does do weird stuff like this. So people are like, "This is a this is that situation all over again." Kind right. of. Right. There's also some weird. I mean, I'm going to be jumping all over the board here. Fair enough. There's also some weird Jeff Keighley stuff. T- to come back to that, there was a really weird thing on Jeff Keighley's like channel recently. Now he's just a journalist, apparently. Uh, I was confused earlier. I thought he was like maybe worked at Sony or something, but he's just a Canadian journalist that hmm. uh, I guess is very well known and prominent. Never heard of him. I've heard the name, but n- in reference to what, I don't know. You uh, know? I only know Jeff Keighley, the guitar player. Jeff Healy? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there was a thing on Jeff Keighley's channel where he said that Hassan had reached out to him to to discuss making a reveal about this abandoned game. And if you... This is in Yang Yi's video. I don't know if you remember this, but Yang Yi shows the clip of Jeff talking about the fact that Hassan reached out to him. And Jeff does look very smirky, kind of, in the whole thing and he's just saying like he's pretending like he doesn't know anything about it he's like it's about this game abandoned he wants to make some sort of reveal and you know uh, we'll have more more info on that soon kind mm. of thing which was funny because you know Jeff Keighley also did a did fake before, interview yeah. w- about another Hideo Kojima game in the past right so that's one of the initial connections now there's also another big smoking gun is that Hassan Karaman uh Karaman K-A-H-R-A-M-A-N? Am I going to get this wrong again? Or Yeah. So Hassan Karaman, number one, uh, his initials are the same initials as Studio Kojima. That's a little bit of a weird thing. Not that weird, but like it's funny, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Hassan Karaman is also listed as Blue Box's only known staff member. Blue Box Studios, this, 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 this company. Um, there has never been in any of the... Hassan has made a lot of public communications and has said a lot of times that they're absolutely not working on a Hideo Kojima game. He's also done interviews with, like, well, we saw an IGN interview there. We saw him reaching out to Jeff Keighley. He's talked to, like, some other outlets. There was clearly a PlayStation blog article, so he's, he's been in touch with PlayStation blog. But there's actually no known people at the studio besides him. Mm. And initially, um, the, he hadn't said at all. He, I think he had called it a small team. Um, although there was no details provided beyond a small team. And apparently lately, uh, with, with some publication, he revealed that it's, it's allegedly, it's actually like a team of like 50 or 50 plus people. So a hmm. medium sized team. But not a single one of these staff members has ever been revealed except, no, not one person can be linked to this except Hassan. He's literally the only public facing name to this company. 
So that's a little odd, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, to come back to the weird name shit. So the only public name linked to this company, also, uh, yeah, Hideo, if you put it into Google Translate, Hideo from English into Turkish, because Hassan is supposed to be Turkish, translates into Karaman, which is the last name of uh, Hassan. So Karaman equals uh, Hideo in according to Google Translate, which is extremely an extremely weird coincidence. It, that is pretty weird, yeah. right? That's pretty out there. Like the initials, it's a little bit like initials eh. are nothing. I mean, it's still funny, yeah, but it's like whatever. But the initials right? are nothing, like. But the actual name translation—that's that's fucking weird. Pretty weird. Yeah. There's a lot of other weird shit to do at the Blue Box Studios, though. That's only like the tip of the iceberg, right? Right. Right. <laughs> right? Another weird thing is: Have you seen the comparisons, the contrast between the logo of Blue Box and PlayStation's logo? No, just I just heard. Yeah. Can we look this up? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna need to show you. So the Blue Box Game Studios logo is basically almost entirely a complete color, a, a, a perfect color inversion of the PlayStation Studios logo. Are you buying this? I I think I think it's really. It's to me. It's a that means something to you. Well, it's clearly the same. Uh, like it's a very similar. It's inspired by the the PlayStation Studios logo. Like I feel like that's a reference to their logo. Now, of course, it could be just some indie studio kind of copying a different version of. I mean, the Noob Talk Radio logo is basically a carbon copy of Generation Zero, right? Like I pretty much took the Gen Zero logo. Well, the Noob the Talk also palette. would be the same as Blue Box uh, if you change the color, right? Like What's that? Uh, it's also pretty close to Blue Box. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's you. Any... Don't think there's a connection here? Not at all. Team doesn't buy it. I kind of buy it. Yeah, to me. I, I mean, I buy that they look close. But I'm not like I'm just like that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's a logo, uh, so many logos. But you got to look at it also as this is just one more. The, the, the things that pile up and pile up. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so to come back to the list, what else do we have? Uh, that's one weird thing about Blue Box. Um, yeah, Blue Box's only known staff member is Hassan. That's weird. That's very weird. It's extremely weird. Yeah, not a single staff member has been revealed in anything. I think it's very strange. That is like one of the biggest. Uh... Yeah, smoking guns or, you know, things to raise an eyebrow. Yeah, absolutely. And to go on that, also, uh, if you look up Hassan's profile on uh, PlayStation profiles, like, uh, just check on his, on you know, you check in your friends list or whatever to find him on PlayStation, you can find him, and he has a profile. Uh, another weird, so there's a lot of weird things about his profile. Another weird thing is that he's a verified user. Um, that in and of itself totally happens. But the thing that's weird about that is that verified users is usually reserved for people who are very prominent in the game industry. Hmm. And it's not normal for a really un, a completely unknown, because this guy really is unknown. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much the definition of unknown. It's weird for an unknown indie studio guy to be verified as a PlayStation user. Hmm. Like, usually that's relegated to, I think, people kind of really in, like, prominently in the industry. Hmm. So that's weird in and of itself. Another thing that's weird about his profile is if you look at the games he's been playing, so you can also see lists of games people have been playing, the number, like, I think the number one game that he's been playing is this game called, that has an icon, it's this game that doesn't exist. The game's called Demon Blood. It's got an icon with this weird, like, uh, horror uh, figure on it that's known as, like, I'm gonna... Siren Head? Siren Head? Maybe? Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right, I think it's Siren Head. I think it's a Fallout thing. Yeah, it actually says Siren Head at the bottom. Oh. Apparently, it's like one of the. I, do you know what creepy pasta is? I don't. I don't. But people are calling it a creepy pasta thing. I think it's just like essentially an an internet urban legend. Okay. Yeah. And, and the they, art is done by an actual artist. I know they added it to Fallout. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And it's a Canadian artist apparently who made the who, who cre- created the design. Okay. And it's sort of like a internet urban legend monster hmm. kind of. Um, but yeah, this game does not exist. It cannot be found on any store. It's called Demon Blood. And it has a picture of Siren Head. 
and it has it says Siren Head uh, on like a little, in small letters, and that's the game he's been playing, which is also something that doesn't exist. That's weird. Very. Another thing that was really weird is that if you look at his trophy count, now this is getting into like super like totally conspiracy theory shit. But his trophy count, if you add up the amount of of silver, platinum, bronze trophies, right? Yeah, the trophy count adds up to one thousand two hundred and thirty-eight. And now if you look at the Silent Hill 4 trailer, the Japanese Silent Hill 4 trailer from 2016, the title is Japanese TV commercials, bracket 1238, and bracket Silent Hill 4 The Room. So that number also figures in the Silent Hill commercial hmm. from, from Japanese TV. That's another thing that people are saying. Could be nothing. And since since this fact has been revealed, also his trophy count went up by one. Uh, th- this has happened after Young E's video, I think. Hmm. But again, people are saying, like, is that just to throw people off the scent of the fact that it's like, you know, they're too close or whatever? Like, or is it just completely meaningless? You know, and the whole thing's bullshit. <laughs> but anyways, that's funny. Not as funny as the other shit. The other shit is more weird, right? It's just, uh, you brought up the Siren Head thing. Mm-hmm. Are we getting that right? Yeah, the, the Demon Blood game, the fictional game that doesn't exist that he's apparently been playing with Siren Head. A- another theory involves a connection between Siren Head and Junji Ito. Junji Ito is a famous manga horror artist. And the connection between him and Kojima is that yeah, Junji Ito, this happened recently-ish, I think. Um, Junji had previously stated that Kojima had contacted him about working together on a horror game. Junji later said that he didn't mean he was working on something specific, but rather just he was approached by Hideo about working on something potentially in the future. But two months prior to him having said that, he was also part of an internet video where he reacted uh, quite specifically to a creepy monster, this siren head being depicted and circulated around the internet, and expressing interest over this, like, siren head monster. So people are drawing that as, like, also a potential link between <laughs> this this fictional game that Hassan's been playing with with that says, fucking right there, siren head, and what Junji Ito said, and the fact that Junji Ito and Kojima are known to be perhaps collaborating, right? <laughs> That's another weird link. Uh, what's other weird stuff about Hassan? A lot of the shit is just weird stuff about Blue Box Studios and this Hassan guy mm-hmm. itself being just so unusual. Okay. That's mostly what this whole thing about is that there's just, there's not enough known about this guy. Right. Right? So that keeps fueling all these theories is that it's just too fucking mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing Hassan has done since this has started has helped to allay this. Mm-hmm. Besides saying that like, yes, it's not a Kojima game. Everything surround, surrounding it continues to be incredibly mysterious. I mean, there's also, to go back to the whole, you know, Hassan's being too weird angle, it's like, uh, another super weird thing about this whole thing is that the abandoned game, uh, Hassan said they, they, they did some sort of press announcement and they were like, new abandoned shit is going to be coming out. We're going to show you stuff from it. Uh, and it's going to be revealed via this PlayStation 5, uh, video app, some sort of streaming app. And the way that you're going to see it is on this streaming app, and it's going to come out, and the video is going to be there at the same day. So that whole thing is fucking bizarre as hell, because there is no precedence uh, at all for there being a PlayStation app to see some exclusive thing with, or like a PlayStation app to see trailers with. That just doesn't exist. Mm. And so another big thing is like, why the fuck would PlayStation be working with this little? I don't mean to be mean well, yeah, to the guy, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's, some no, some no, total I, nobody. I understand. Yeah, on a, a, like launching a new app to, with which to watch trailers, that would be super fucking weird. So he tweeted, he he uh, tweeted, and I think was marketing the fact that this was going to happen, that an abandoned reveal thing was going to happen with this app. Now this was supposed to happen on something like I'm going to get it wrong, but like something like June fifteenth, like ten days ago or something. They delayed it. They were like, oh, there's some problems. It's going to be two days later. They delayed it again. Now I the big my big concern in before recording this podcast was that it was actually this whole thing was going to be blown up 
before we recorded <laughs> this, but it has not because he again delayed the fucking trailer. It's now delayed to August. And another weird thing about August is August is the month the PT was released in. But the whole thing is just like, A, why the fuck is there going to be some new app to watch this trailer on? B, why the fuck is it some small studio they're doing this with? They That just doesn't make any sense for the way PlayStation operates. There's mm-hmm. no precedence for this in the past. So it's kind of like all this mysterious stuff. Like, why wouldn't it just be a normal trailer you can go and watch? Yeah, yeah. That's what's fueling all this shit. Fair. And they're not helping to remove that suspicion because they're continually, they're delaying this stupid reveal thing, and no one has a, like, everyone's speculating why the fuck is it on some stupid app, and they're not saying shit about it. Neither yeah. is PlayStation, right? Well, that's another funny, funny thing, is why is PlayStation not saying anything about this whole thing? That's another thing that kind of makes you wonder, it's like, are they in on it, or do they just not care so much that they don't even bother to say it? You know what I mean? Like, why are they not officially debunking this? Because they haven't. Right, mm-hmm. like they also just haven't said much at all. I think the popular, or just the fact that people are talking about it so much, is you know going to blow up the amount of people that get the app, anyways. Um, I guess, and just the anticipation for it, and I think it's yeah. just again, any press is good press, basically. No, you're totally right. For, you're totally for, right for all of it for the game. But for this whole app thing Sony, is fucking for, weird, right? It's very weird. Like it's super strange. Mm-hmm. It just adds to all the weird shit. So that's coming. That was kind of coming back to more weird shit about Blue Box. Another weird thing about Blue Box is that, yeah, Blue Box Studios was supposedly founded on August 12th, 2015, which is exactly year to the day, one year after PT came out. Hmm. And that's fucking weird, right? I mean... I don't know. That's a weird coincidence. No? I don't know. A year <laughs> to the day? I mean... Uh, exactly. Exactly one year. Yeah. Same day. But uh, I don't know if that's weird. I mean, if it was made the same day as PT came out, maybe. I don't know. But uh, one year to the day, like... Five years to the day. Uh, what's guess. the difference? I don't know. Like, uh... Another weird thing about Blue Box is another thing. People digging around about Blue Box. Now, I don't know who people is. Mm. So I'm really just getting this from the internet. Uh, some parts of this. Some parts of this are more, more corroborated. Some are less corroborated. But this was, uh, I think, pointed out in Yang Yi's video, too. People digging around about Blue Box found out that Blue Box owns no trademarks, mm. which is which is pretty unusual for a big game studio. Usually, they will own they'll own some trademarks for whatever thing they're working on. Right, mm. so he's clearly got a game because he's saying he's it's it's this game and this is the game that we're revealing more for. Why do they have no trademarks? Hmm. That's another weird thing, right? What's another? Now we'll get into the devil's advocate shit about this is all bullshit, right? But we're just at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just more and more crazy shit. Okay, this one's a little dumb, but some people are saying Hassan's PSN profile uh, has an icon that says DevCon 2021, and people are saying that or is that a way of saying the dev is trying to con people? With this like false thing, and that sounds really stupid to me. To me, like, yeah, I don't well, know. DevCon 2021 Developers Conference. I mean, that's completely super generic. Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. see anything there, but it's it's funny that they're saying that. Oh yeah, I missed one of the giant ones too. It's also again almost certainly bullshit, but it is really funny. So Hassan's uh, his PSN profile also uh, the. You know how you have a caption name? You feel like the real name yeah, is yeah. the caption name? His, like, caption name or avatar name? Oh, Sneaky name? Hunter or, or Sneaky... Yeah, uh, Sneaky, Sneaky Warrior. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. like, people are like, oh, that's obviously a reference to Metal Gear Solid Solid Snake, yeah. you know, who is the other Sneaky Warrior we know. It's funny. I mean, yeah, Sneaky Warrior, Assassin's Creed. Uh, but it's, like, all, it's the pylon. I know, I get it's it. It's the pylon of all the it. shit. I get it. I think the, the, the weirdest of them are the, um, the no trademarks, the no... Yeah. Em- other employees. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think no, there's a no few that are employees. very Telling. curious. Um, yeah. But 
Suspicious. So, Extremely suspicious. Yeah, very. Yeah. But I think the majority of them are just kind of stupid. Um, but li- and also, like you said, oh, too. The not having a game on is yeah, that, that the fake exist, game. That's yeah. very weird. That's fucking weird. That's super yeah. strange. Yeah. But yeah. like, I don't know. Uh, a lot of the other stuff, I just don't. Yeah. And I always just go on the side of like. Here's another weird thing, and again, it's a little tenuous. But Blue Box, Blue Box is only other. Game or okay, they don't have just one, but one of their they've published like so. Part of the thing that debunks theory is that they have made some things. Oh, now those things are quite small in nature, okay. and they're not really big things, but they have made stuff. Hmm. So, you know, whether that was like reverse engineered to like if that's somehow like a joke or like the or these things were like. Like, is it a studio that Hideo Kojima approached because they don't do anything, really, and was like, hey, do you want to work on this crazy elaborate conspiracy with me? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, did he somehow manage to reverse engineer the fact that, like, they published these games at certain times? It seems a little weird. Yeah. But uh, apparently Blue Box has published a game called The Whisperer, uh, which was completed by another studio. Another thing that could uh, reinforce the fact that they're just, like, a shell, kind mm-hmm. of. That's another big thing is, like, are they just a shell, right? Because, like like you said... It's weird that they only have one person publicly one in the whole because they they were created in 2015. So in the whole six years that have, there's only one actual name that's been that's been tangibly linked to this. That's strange, you know. But so Whisperer was completed by another studio, and another weird thing they say is that its icon is a black handprint that looks almost exactly like a, a, a black handprint used heavily in Death Stranding's uh, imagery. Which is true, and you can if you put these things side by side. There was a lot of handprints used in uh, Death Strandings. Okay, you want to see the sort of like the Dark Brotherhood from Skyrim? Elder Scrolls? Yeah, Skyrim. <laughs> black handprint. Here's the black handprint from The Whisper, a paranormal investigation game released 2019 by Blue Box. It's like an iOS game that's like pretty small, but hmm. you can download it. You can like you can play it. So they haven't done nothing. And then here's the handprint from Death Stranding. It's a handprint. It's a handprint. It only makes sense if you assume that this is some elaborate conspiracy, right? Right. right and it's right, like, right. and Kojima does like to drop. Yeah. He's yeah. constantly dropping. Like also in the director's cut video that he just released from the new Metal Gear director's cut edition, mm-hmm. um, there's a Dutch flag on the quite clearly visible on the backpack of the the character in the in the thing, and that's supposed. To, and people are being like, oh, that's because he works really closely with Dutch studio Gorilla. And they made the Decima engine, which is used to run it together. So he has strong ties to this Dutch uh, studio. Uh, and that's probably why there's a Dutch symbol there, just as like a sort of nice like a nod to them, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but people are also saying, you know, this this Blue Box Studios is supposed to be Dutch also. So they're saying maybe that's part, you know, further part of the connection. But that's just to point out that Hideo does like to drop tiny hints and things. Right. Right? Like, is it about, is it... Is, is this thing a tiny hint? Maybe not. Mm. But he does do that. Right, right, right. That's, right. Like, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, so that's pretty much all the weird blue box shit out of the way. But there's also weird shit about Hideo himself because there was a tweet that he did. Uh, so this is Ju- just happened June 9th. This is 17 days ago. Uh, Hideo tweeted out a picture thanking Harper Books for sending him The Silent Wife by Karen Slaughter and uh, about Joe Hill's short story Full Throttle. So Silent, The Silent Wife, and Joe Hill, Silent Hill. 
Like, people are saying that's again, like, is it a coincidence that Hideo Kojima tweeted out this? That doesn't seem likely because Hideo does like to fuck with people all the time. Mm -hmm. So it, it's more a question of does this have, to, is this linked to this crazy shit, this abandoned stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But that tweet is pretty weird. Yeah, I guess so. And another thing that's weird is June 17th, this is now just, uh, what, nine days ago? Konami announced new Silent Hill merchandise at the Konami store. For the first time in, like, a long time. Hmm. And it's like, why now? Mm -hmm. That's a little strange. Yeah, you can see imagery of the nurse from Silent Hill in the, the background of the announcement. It's a little weird. Yeah. Mm. But, that's curious. Uh, that's very... Uh... I mean, the shit adds up. I can see... I mean, I'm even... I'm, I'm slightly convincing you here. That's pretty impressive. Oh, it's... It, right? no, I like... I, for sure. It's super weird shit. I just always go on the side of um, the... Generally, I, I just go with no. Yeah. Like, yeah. um... Yeah. Uh, you know, coincidences happen and True. whatever, True. and I don't like to get excited for shit that doesn't, you know. I'm just excited about the conspiracy. Yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> the, fun. The it's thing a itself. fun conspiracy. It's, it's, it's super fun. Very fun. I and, usually don't um, go in for this stuff, man, but this one is like so exciting. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think it'd be really great if it actually was Yeah, the case. I just, off the bat, uh, again, I just say no. I mean, um, we're going to find out. Right, yeah, because they keep delaying this special trailer reveal, which is and very it's curious. Supposed to happen right? in August, yeah. so they got to do something, mm. right? They got to do something either way next month. Is it going to be another delay for mysterious reasons? That's again the reasons they give is just like I mean, it's totally believable from one perspective, and also a little suspect from another. It's mm. kind of like they just say like, oh yeah, we need extra polish, you know, we're not ready, blah blah blah. But they also delayed it like four times or three times, mm. so it's like it's questionable. Eh, it's a little weird, mm. yeah. I mean, do we even need to discuss, like, do we need to get to like, go and, I guess if you want to debunk these things, the biggest stuff uh, that just, like, says this is all just total BS and, like, people are reaching and whatever is mostly if you go and look up um, Hassan's actual uh, videos for, to the public, right, they do seem pretty convincing. Well, you know? the, like, uh, he the... does not look like an actor. He no, sincere. The one that he was, the, yeah, there was one I, I just saw, it was on the second Young A video, um, and, um, yeah, he just looks like tired and like exactly. legit. Like he he just he looks seems, exhausted. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't yeah. seem like he's playing. Um, no, you know, no, like he does not. and yeah. I don't know. It just he sounds sincere. Yeah. yeah. Um. So maybe he just is a good actor. Um. That's also a right? like. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's also a possibility. Maybe he's just a top tier actor. Well, that's know? one thing I wonder too. Is like because Hideo Kojima has a history of this like false actor thing. Maybe he just went all out this time and was like, now I want it to be really convincing. Yeah. You know, like yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna believe this guy is a real developer. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. but I feel really sorry for these guys if they actually are a small team trying to make a cool game that they like. Again, though, I don't feel sorry because I think it's great. Uh, I think again, it's just gonna shine so much well, light on them. You're kind of right. Um, you're kind of right. And and it, even if it isn't him. <clears throat> or, uh, yeah, even if it isn't true, again, it's just, I'd never heard of Blue Box before. Um, no, neither have I. I yeah. sure as hell have now, and yeah. I will be curious in the future as to what else they do just yeah. because of this. Yeah, um, absolutely. absolutely. Whether I play the games or not, just, I'm, I, I just want to know what, what's going on, you know? And, yeah. Uh, no, for sure, for sure. I think it was a great, uh, marketing move, even if it is all bullshit. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I'm just real quickly going over this list in my head as we're wrapping up here because I don't want to miss any, like, super mm -hmm. important points. But because we were drawing ties before between, so Jeff Keighley was involved with the original Metal Gear right. Phantom Pain sort of hoax uh, mm -hmm. uh, interview, right, to begin with. 
and Jeff Keighley said some very weird shit about Abandoned. You can go and watch that. It's pretty interesting. Just because if you look at it in the light of this conspiracy theory, it's like, it kind of seems like he's in the know about something. He's, he seems to be being very coy, I think is the right word. Mm. Right? And very like, like playing, is he playing with people? You know, who knows? It's also, uh, one thing I didn't say is that it is well known, apparently, that Jeff Keighley and Kojima are supposed to be close friends. Uh, and Jeff has cooperated in the past with Kojima on multiple occasions. Right. So that's another pretty big tie. Yeah, none of these things on their own uh, have any meaning, I think. But no. uh, once you do start adding them up, yeah, there's some yeah. pretty crazy shit. Um, I still think one of the weirdest ones is the name translation. Yeah, that's pretty the weird. The fact that though. Karaman translates to uh, Hideo. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty fucking out there. That's pretty fucking out there. The initials, whatever, I, uh, not at all. But, but the, no, the, the game that doesn't exist on his account... Yeah. Very all the weird shit about blue box. Very fucking questionable. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that. Like the more you dig, the less you can find. Almost. Yeah, that's know? that. That raises some eyebrows. It's but, weird. Um, it's weird. But yeah, the adding up the trophies and stuff. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get like, the fuck out of here. It's only interesting because of the uh, very tangible connections, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Or at exactly. least seemingly very tangible connections. Exactly. Yeah. But like, what I'm saying is, if you're looking for a yeah, that one two three eight shit, it's one. like it's only interesting because. The other stuff seems legit. If yeah, when you assume that it's this is what's going on, <laughs> mm-hmm. then all that little shit makes sense because yeah. he does work like that. Hideo does work like right. That. Again, that we know. So any yeah. other person would be like, oh, forget about it. Yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. it actually could be something. Yeah. But again, so many of these little like if you look for coincidences, you'll find yeah. them. You know, like I really hope this is an epic long con by Hideo Kojima. I think to, like it, it would fuck be with us and like. And, and he he is actually doing something. It'd be so fucking great. I think it would be great. I mean, yeah. this would be the greatest long con in like the history of video games, I feel like. It has to be. I don't even know of like, others, but uh, I really like... This is... I mean, I, I I don't know. I have so much more respect for Hideo Kojima now. Even if he doesn't have oh anything my God. to do with this. He, absolutely. It, it has taught me so much more about him. You know, like the whole process of like researching it. I'm a huge fan. I kind of um, want to play Death Stranding now. You know, I've always been intrigued by it, but... Because it's so weird. It's weird, you know. Yeah. Like, or maybe go back to Metal Gear Solid Five. That game was good. Like, I uh, own it. I never really played it. I played it for maybe like ten, fifteen hours, maybe in twenty hours. Mm. And like, there's a really good game there. Hmm. Like, it's, it's not really my cup of tea usually, hmm. but it's a really there's a really solid fucking sandbox. Hmm. You know, really well made sandbox with like interesting sort of like XCOMy base elements and like shit like that. And, like a lot of like strategic tactical stuff. What's ex commie? No, ex communist? No, I'm ex- just kidding. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Not that kind of ex commie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the good kind of ex commie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there well, is um, one. Yeah, that is the good kind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess. Listen, stay tuned. We'll see what happens. We should. This this whole thing should blow up one way or another. It will. Yeah. I'm hoping we can just. It, I can get this episode out by Monday morning. So at least I can. Yeah. So I can get it. Before whatever, before we find out what exactly, what yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. But uh, if 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 it does all blow up by the time we get this out, then we were recording this before, yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, so good to know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll take a little break and yep, we'll come back good. to a little, little bit of other stuff. I'd be more concerned. Yeah, no, you're right. Sekiro really uh... stick to stuck to the roots. Sekiro's fucking legit, man. But added the verticality. Yeah. Yeah, I that verticality was so good in that game too. Um, yeah, I really I wouldn't mind going back to Sekiro. I don't know. It was uh, yeah, I, I I very well might go back to that at some point in time. Some of the things that Sekiro did were really like 
really top-notch in a very different way than they had done before. Hmm. And I kind of do agree with some people say this, that Sekiro maybe is the hardest game they've ever made. Like, hmm. It was difficult in a way that the other games were kind really? of... Really? It didn't allow for as much cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. you really kind of had to learn, most, especially the bosses. Mm-hmm. The bosses were unforgiving. <laughs> no, I saw some guy fucking cheesing the hell out of a boss. Oh, oh yeah? Oh, my God. Well, some you can. I was like, what the fuck, Was really? it a weird spider creature boss? No, I think it was like a monkey man or something, oh, or man. I don't even know, but know. like, the guy was just like standing there blocking, and like, hit after hit after hit, and he's like, oh, as long as you hold the block, whatever, and just do the blah, 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 it can't actually hit you, and like, uh, I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, I saw other people yeah, fight weird. that boss and, like, yeah. get wrecked. I'm inclined to say that that's maybe the trick for that boss then. Mm. And that was intentional. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. Because yeah. there was one boss I fought in Sekiro that was like, yeah, you had to do a very specific thing mm-hmm. and he would just insta-kill you pretty much Any if you did oh, anything right, else. Yeah. That's, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm, but yeah, I don't know if that's maybe. the same thing. Anyways, uh, we're back. Had a little break. Yeah. Um, and as you can see by the discussion of Sekiro... Uh, we came back to talk a little bit about uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Which we touched on last time. Um, and I, I don't really have that much to say, but I did want to, I guess, give uh, some some brief comments. If you read through a lot of the information about Elden Ring and what you can garner from the trailer, uh, there's a long Miyazaki interview uh, with IGN. I'm getting most of this from things that he said in that. Um, but what we know about the game and how it's different, I mean... Basically, the emphasis seems to be really, really heavily on, like, this is more freedom than we've ever allowed in a game. More freedom for exploration and experimentation than we've ever allowed in a game before. And that's mostly what all the mechanics are stemming from, right? Is the fact that it is the most open version of this thing they've done. Um, He said that there's going to be, like, um, there's going to be a central hub, kind of like in the previous games, like some sort of firelink shrine. Mm. And then there's, like, six giant areas that you can explore. And there's going to be a very clear... Sort of like, this is probably the path you should take. But at any time, you can just go and explore any of the areas. Hmm. There's going to be very, very few obstacles to, like, doing whatever you want kind of thing. Cool. Which is neat. Yeah. 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 And it also, it kind of makes sense with the whole, like, it's the most open, most free world. The fact that they're adding a horse in, because that yeah. totally makes sense if it's if it's a giant area intended to be explored. To me, that actually sounds really cool. The idea of, like, going around in a big area looking for, like, hidden caves and, like, hidden I think shit that's like really that. cool, yeah. They do that stuff all the time, like, little hidden zones yeah. within bigger zones. I, I never found that... I didn't play much of them, but I, I didn't find Dark Souls or... I found it... I know they were technically, but I didn't find them particularly open-worldy. You know, like, uh, they seemed like there I was guess. Yeah. only very few paths you could take and you could... You could you'd find new openings or new ways to get there or whatever, but I didn't find it very explory. You know, yeah. like um, I mean, yeah, you'd knock down a ladder and then yeah, you could loop back around to yeah. it easier. But I, again, I, I just didn't. When I think open world, I really think like Witcher three. Yeah, you know? like, or like um, Shima maybe. Yeah, I Ghost of Tsushima definitely was... Yeah, I didn't was, see much Ghost of Tsushima gameplay. It was very play. open world, yeah. Well, I kind of... When I think of what the new Elden Ring with horses, I, the, immediately what I think of is Ghosts... Uh, is it Ghosts or Ghost? I think it's Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, yeah, that's what I think of in terms of, like, what might this look like. Hmm. You know, I, I don't know. Um, no. But it's that just cool. sounds good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I, it, I'm kind of... I'm in. Like, it, it's sort of, you know, that... Uh, it does sound different enough, and like I like the idea of giving way more freedom than they have in the past, mm-hmm. and that's the sort of that's going to be the hallmark of this game. 
And I guess within that, there are some things that kind of concern me. Uh, and this is going to be pretty inside baseball for people who don't uh, are not intimately familiar with Dark Souls. Um, it's going to sound like nonsense, maybe, but to someone who's played all of them, I can kind of see that like how these things might have pretty big implications in the actual gameplay. But there's a couple things that he said that don't sound like I'm excited about the exploration. I'm excited about the fact that he. Another thing he he says a lot is that you should be able to do more varied builds than you've ever been able to do in Dark Souls games. That sounds cool. Like varied builds with like in terms of magic, no magic, this weapon versus this weapon. There used to be there was weapon skills in in Dark Souls three, right? And he's now saying that like there's going to be something like about a hundred weapon skills, and but they're not just per weapon; they're interchangeable. Okay. So you can equip a lot of different ones with different combinations of weapons. That's cool. It's cool, but I also feel like isn't that going to dilute the the identity, the sense of identity that comes with the weapon a little bit? Because mm. like part of the thing that I thought was cool about Dark Souls three with the weapon skills was that if you found a weapon with a really cool skill that you didn't like that much. It could be an interesting trade-off to use the weapon just to get that skill, even though you don't actually like the weapon that much. I guess. Yeah. I felt like that was a neat kind of, like, uh, give-and-take system. Yeah. But still, like, he, you know, his goal is freedom of building, freedom of exploration, freedom of experience, right? Like, so it kind of makes sense, given that. Uh, we'll just have to see what that, yep. what that ends up meaning. Um, and he's also saying that, like, combat is going to be less... Uh, when, I, when I say he here, I mean Miyazaki... Combat is going to be less linear than it was before. There's going to be stealth in this one. Hmm. I think that's cool because I feel like Dark Souls already had, like, you would have a stealthy approach to lots of scenarios, even though there was no explicit stealth mode. Right, right. Right? And Sekiro actually used a stealth mode. I thought it worked fantastically. Okay. It was very simple and easy to use. So I think that could be a great addition. Mm -hmm. uh, he's right. That will make the ways you approach situations can be different. Uh, there's the horse thing. Collecting enemy spirits to summon phantoms. So, Phantoms is the whole multiplayer thing, right? You can, like, summon people into your game. There's also going to be a lot of, um, this is going to be a type of collectible that you can find enemy spirits and you can summon the enemy spirits. And they're the offline co-op. Okay. Right? Like, they're the offline buddy system that you can use to help fight bosses. Hmm. Which has always been Dark Souls' uh, I've thought one of the most elegant systems ever made. The way that uh, it controls its difficulty hmm. is you can summon Phantoms. Like, you can do bosses by yourself, but you can always summon phantoms, actual people, or you can summon offline phantoms and have co-op against the boss, and it always makes it easier, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, it's a really cool way of controlling the difficulty yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you have options for a really hardcore way to experience it, and you have options for, like, you know what, I don't want to spend 20 hours doing this, mm. I'll just summon somebody right. who's better than me, and that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Uh, and get back to my exploring life afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> just so. get through this boss, and then get right back to exploring. But then we kind of... Oh, yeah, he's also... There's going to be... You can jump in this one. Okay. Which sounds like whatever. But I guess for a Dark Souls game is significant because there's never been jumping in, in one before. Sekiro has tons of verticality, but it's always, it's always by uh, grappling. Right. Right? There's no actual jumping. I think that's kind of a little dumb and, like, who cares? But I guess it does make sense in terms of in this sort of, like, uh, this world that they're emphasizing freedom of exploration kind of maybe makes sense that you would need to have a jump or it would or that you should have a jump mm -hmm. but whatever oh yeah there's also a, there's going to be a dynamic weather cycle uh that's pretty neat uh, and like day and night uh, that's okay. also something that's never had that's never happened in uh, dark souls games this all sounds amazing and i guess the th and this brings me to the, to the things that sound a little weird or that more that i'm concerned about so another thing that um and i guess my concern is mainly that is this game going to be in some way a watered-down version of what we had before? 
And when I say watered down, I kind of mean less hardcore. Yeah. Um, because the games are hardcore, that's why I like them. Yeah. That's why most people who like them like them, I think. Um, it built an audience. It built an audience. Yeah. yeah. Although, I guess, in fairness, also, probably the, the secondary reason people like them is because they really are fun places to explore. Like, the exploration is exciting. It's very exciting. Like, the environments are super cool. There's secrets. There's, like, lots mm-hmm. of, like, hidden areas. I guess, know, yeah. That kind of stuff. But, yeah, the stuff that does concern me a little bit is that he also said that since open world exploration is more feasible in this game, because of the fact that... Because previously in the games, you know, you lose everything when you die, right? They have this whole mechanic of, like, losing your points. Because losing everything in an open world game would set back exploration so much, he said also that the game is going to feature more ways of healing. Which I initially read as kind of like, "Mm, that's a little weird, because, like, the game has always had a really tightly controlled system of healing where it's like you have like 10 flasks and if you sit to regenerate your flasks everything comes back to life Mm -hmm. so you Mm -hmm. always have to run the balancing act of your flasks and that's been that has been an integral component in every single dark souls game published so far right including bloodborne including sekiro okay right so it's huge that's a huge mechanic in their games it's very important same with the losing everything mechanic that has been in every single game without exception it's it's maybe worked slightly differently in each game but it's always there um, so these, this game will feature more ways of healing. Dark Souls 2 also famously featured more ways of healing. That's the least liked, that's the bastard child Dark Souls game. Okay. That's the one that people didn't like in terms of, it's still a good game, but it's not as like a... Renowned. Mastercraft as the other ones. Kind of yeah, not as renowned. Another thing he said was uh, featuring more ways of healing, including crafting items on the fly and gathering materials to do so. And that, for me, was a big, like, oh, what the fuck? Is this going to be Breath of the Wild collecting mushrooms to make fucking mushroom pies at campfires? Because that's some bullshit. And that is not at all what Dark Souls should be, right? So that kind of has my hackles up a little bit. I'm, like, gathering materials, crafting stuff. This is not what these games do. Yeah, I don't know know about that. Like, that strikes me very much as, like, a modernization that is not going to be good. Hmm. But... He does have a point that in a game that has to be really open for exploration, you would kind of make sense there are more ways to heal yourself because the stretches you have to go between resting are going to be longer. Maybe they've got it all worked out, but Mm -hmm. that concerns me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Another thing he said that also I feel like is, this is going to sound, again, super inside baseball, but he said that um, IGN asked him specifically about the stamina meter in this game. Will the stamina meter still be a thing? Will it be as big of a thing as it's been in every game before? Because the stamina meter is huge. It's everything, right? It's everything in every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though each of the game has slightly different combat, Dark Souls has it, Bloodborne has it, Sekiro has it. There's always a stamina meter. And it's always the most important thing to manage. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's like life or death in most situations. It's like how you're managing your stamina regen. And I think that's great. I, th- I yeah, think A that lot of games do that, yeah. It's absolutely one of the best things about these games. It's yeah. why their combat is so visceral, intense, and, and fantastic and rewarding is because of all this like stamina bar management shit. Mm-hmm. And again, another even more important thing is, the, is in, for the multiplayer. For the multiplayer, the stamina is huge because... I mean, first of all, if a guy has 20 more points of stamina than you and can swing his sword one more time or, or dodge one more time than you can before resting, that can be a huge deciding factor in a yeah, fight. Yeah, absolutely. And, how, and, you know, the fact that swings use stamina and dodges use stamina, that's what creates openings for mm-hmm. players, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's super important not just for the gameplay, but for the multiplayer duels, which have always been a huge part of the Dark Souls franchise, right? 
And so he said basically that stamina is still going to be important, but this time is going to play a much less, it's going to have a less important role than it has in the past. It won't be the deciding factor so much as it has been in previous games. That's concerning. I think it's really concerning. Yeah, it's it's inside baseball, but because, you know, if you've played these games, you know that the stamina system is so important to the way the combat works. I haven't even played those games so much, but so many other games, it's like that. that is a determining fact. Like, I mean, that... Yeah. Yeah, it's so important. <laughs> I mean, I hope we're like I hope we're reading too far into the tea leaves, mm-hmm. and it's really just like, again, this is one very small snippet out of a really huge interview, right? Too right. So it's like maybe he's just trying to say that like you're going to be more focused on your build options than you will be on your stamina meter. I don't know, I don't, yeah. but the fact that it's still there but less important, it just seems weird to me. Mm-hmm. It sounds very weird. It does. It's very like, why would you change it? Say that? Why would you change that? Why would you do that? I don't know. Yeah, no, fair enough. You know, that's like, curious. But everything else sounds pretty cool. So, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, there you go. That's really all, that's all I have to say about Elden Ring. Uh, fair that's enough. my hot take. Josh's hot take. Well, um, still, I think it looks really cool. Still looking forward to it. Yeah. Extremely looking forward to it. Yeah. That's all um, what I really hope the most, I think, is that it's, I hope it's the best multiplayer integration they ever had. Okay. Because the multiplayer integration has been very, like, hills and valleys. Hmm. The, every game has it except for Sekiro. Although they added a little bit of like messaging stiff stuff post post release, hmm. which is whatever, but it's not multiplayer. But yeah, they've all had it except for Sekiro, and probably the first. Like I think I like the first game with it the best, but then the Dark Souls three probably refined it in a way that the first game, like Dark Souls three, I liked less, but the multiplayer was more refined. That was cool. Bloodborne dropped the ball. Multiplayer was just kind of so so. I don't know. So I really hope that like because they have they have some. Uh, absolutely, like like mad genius ideas, about right? Player right. So that are so fucking smart, you know. Mm. So I really, yeah, I really hope that like that's what they, they, they use. Yeah, they they just refine that. Mm. All they have to do is just take the best bits of every one they've made and just put it all together in the same package, and that'll be fine. Yeah, you know, like yeah, so. Yeah. That's my big hope is that like um, I'll get some really cool multiplayer integration. Yeah, and you know, who knows? Maybe maybe you play the game at the same time. Yeah, maybe yeah. I can co-op with you through some bosses. If it's co-op, I'll buy, will buy it off the bat right away. Dude, it's uh, it's like I don't want to give you the wrong impression because they're they're they are co-op and they're not co-op. I know, yeah. You know, like the, you can play entire levels co-op, but it's like you mostly co-op th- with bosses, and also they maybe they'll get rid of this for this game. That's entirely possible. But in the previous games, like once you beat the boss of a zone, you can't co-op there anymore. Hmm. So it it has. It functions in weird ways. Hmm. You know, you can interact a lot with people online. Okay. But there's very, it's funneled into very specific things. Hmm. It's weird, you know, it's, it's like saying it's a co-op game would give the wrong impression. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But there definitely are there heavy co-op, co-op el- elements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and the invading, man. Yeah, like, no, that's cool. I mean, if you could get good at the invading, that's, that shit's fucking fun. Yeah, I've I can seen tell you videos of it. I can tell you from personal experience, and I suck at invading. <laughs> like, I'm not good at PvP, but I got, I had some really fun times. Invading. I believe it. I yeah, believe it. Yeah. Those are the best times. I did play the game enough, like, I, like for years that I was kind of like, you, 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 you osmosis some skill. Oh, absolutely. Just because you played too much. Man, I, Even though I didn't play against other people too much, you know? There was, uh, there was one guy I was watching, uh, him PvP on it some video and uh this guy was like changing like rings and like weapons mm. and stuff while climbing a ladder 
that's fucking advanced level shit. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. But like, it's cool that the game supports that level of, like... Dude, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you can do that? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm there. It takes me five minutes to figure out how to change, and then I have to actually read yeah. each one. This guy's like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, uh, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. But, like, Very I don't cool. know, for me, like, you know, managing to kill, managing to fight off uh, someone who invades you in a Dark Souls game is, mm-hmm. like, has always been one of the greatest experiences I believe it. of those games. Ever. I believe it. Like, I'm, like, I like rejoicing after. Like, can't believe I killed this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I suck so hard, but I still managed to kill him. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. fuck you, guy. Like, doing some emote over his corpse, mm-hmm. you know, like. Teabagging him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's amazing. Yeah yeah. 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 And Dark Souls has, like, one of the best emote systems, too. It's, like, so. <sighs> It's so in world. Mm. It's so role playing, you know, because okay, like, yeah. you can't talk. You can just like use gestures. Mm. It's really cool, man. I don't know. I, I love that shit. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well, here's he, hoping. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's pretty much all I got for that. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about Cyberpunk? I mean, I. I it's bought up to it. you, man. I bought it. I, so, I, I, I wrote mean, I wrote Cyberpunk down because I was shocked that Teague bought Cyberpunk. Yeah, I bought Cyberpunk when it, the second it went back on sale on the PlayStation Store. I bought it. I played it for probably a grand it. total of an hour. Um, very cool. I be, I pretty much I just wanted to see what it would look like on a pro and uh, see what all the fuss was about. You know why people were so upset. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not big on the RPGs. I'm not big on first person. I'm not. I have a hard time reading. Um, so. Probably not the best buy for me, but... Um, well, what about The Witcher, though? Still very cool. I didn't have brain damage at that point. Uh, um, yes. That makes sense. Yeah. I, for- I forgot about that. I thought you did. No. Okay. No. Not my bad. No, no, no. Okay, no. That, that makes a lot of sense, then. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's still very cool. I'm just hoping for... Um, eventually, them to add some co-op or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'll actually be a little bit... I, I w- I'm hoping to be... A little more familiar by then. You yeah, know? I will get it, into gi- it. It'll give your single player journey focus a bit. Exactly. You know, and, um, and I'm sure I will pick it up again and just mess with it here and there. But um, yeah, the I just kind of got excited seeing it online and uh, we us talking yeah. about it and stuff. And uh, figured, we have been talking about it nonstop. Figured yeah. why not? Yeah. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I can't really say much about it. Yeah. It's cool. It's a very cool game. Um, I, I mean, it does, to me, it does look really nice on to see pro, You saw it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to PS4, the, the Pro is, um, I mean, like I was telling you before, I really do think the Pro version is like, it's just a hair away from the PS5 version, okay. whereas it's a big, it's a big gap between PS4 and, and Pro. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I found it look fucking great. I'm jealous. Um, yeah, the PS4 one, it does not look amazing. Like, it's yeah. rough. It's rough. It's still, like, I find the game world itself is pretty. Mm-hmm. So it still looks nice in that sense. But, yeah, I mean, the textures are not, not nearly idea. as um, refined yeah, and smooth. But, yeah, it's a cool game. I'm going to uh, put some more time into it for sure at some point. My advice would be at least play to do, do the first <coughs> main story mission after the one you did. Okay, yeah. Like, you did the intro thing. Um, do the first big mission, which is the heist. It's a, the giant heist. Sure. And this is not spoilers because uh, I think this is mostly everybody knew about this through like reviews and stuff. Everyone. This is where you get Keanu, right? Exactly. Yeah, the heist is where you get. It. That's where you meet the Keanu thing. That's where that enters the story. Mm-hmm. And that's what. Uh, that's the mission where after the heist ends, it rolls the the logo of Cyberpunk. Right. So it's, so like, it's the beginning. Yeah. Supposed to be the intro is finished then. Okay. And now you're in the main game. Um, okay. And I say that just because uh, when I played that mission for the first time, and it's not 
it's not just one mission, but it's like a big sequence of events where it's like, and it ties in a bunch of cool role-playing stuff too, because you don't just do the heist, you do all the stuff leading up to the heist, okay. which is like you talk to various people, you do various little tiny jobs mm-hmm. to get things for the big heist. Right. You talk. There's a bunch of role-playing stuff where you're just like, people, you're like talking to people involved with it, like especially the guy organizing it, this fixer whose name is uh, Dexter, De- Dex- Dexter Deshaun. Okay. He's like the fixer organizing the whole thing. There's just a lot of like neat story stuff, uh, and playing through that whole thing for me was that was the moment where I was like, "Oh, this game is not just a collection of Grand Theft Auto elements. It mm. like actually has some really cool story here." Okay, like okay. so, I, and I just would, I'd, yeah, I'd be cur- really curious to see what you think of just that story thing. Okay, yeah. like does that succeed in drawing you in at all, or you know, mm-hmm. or does it kind of? I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I'd be curious to. All right, to well, know. we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, I'll get there. Eventually. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a neat game. It, it is very neat, and um, there's a lot to it for sure. Like there's there's a lot to it. It's big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, just the hacking, the this, the that. The other, so, like, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and also, don't forget if you do the heist, remember there's a unique katana. Oh, one hundred. Don't forget you can never get it again. If the, you... <laughs> I better get that katana. Not just a katana when you're in. That famous guy's apartment that I won't spoil because that I guess is technically maybe spoilers. Uh, some famous guy's apartment. Um, there's like a unique katana. He's also got a, there's a unique gun you can find that's like his gun. Okay. It's like a special model of this uh, this gun. It's it's very cool. And his like clothing is like you can get a suit hmm. that like looks super unique. And it's just, like different from all the other clothing. It's like really cool stuff. Well, whatever. You can find I'll make sure I mission. search it. That's it's for neat. Sure. It's neat. Yeah. yeah. I'll get it all. Cool, man. Well, yeah. I mean, I'd love to. I guess, yeah, as, as one final question, too, because you actually have experience with The Witcher, what do you have to say about the fact that this is the same developer as The Witcher? Like, are these games similar? Like... I wouldn't think so at all, no. Okay. I, I, don't, I wouldn't even know that they were made by the same people. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Honestly, I... Uh, yeah, and I was kind of late to, to the party for The Witcher, too. Uh, like, I remember when I got it, I bought it on sale. Um a re, uh, second-hand version, a second-hand copy. So I think it had been out for a while, maybe, when I got it. Mm. And um, I think it was actually the first PS4 game I got into, maybe. Uh, I think it's I got The Witcher with. and Bloodborne on your recommendation. And uh, didn't <laughs> yeah, really get into the blood. <laughs> what? It was a bad recommendation. No, no, no. It was well, uh, no, no. Game, sorry, the but... The Witcher also was your recommendation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Give myself a little pat on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not were, that bad. I, I asked you about <laughs> it, and you're like, oh yeah, no, that's got some. Uh, it's got chops. That's that's yeah. uh, that's got a following, and uh, it's apparently really cool. It was man. Like I bought every oh, DLC, great. and uh, I'm pretty sure I played through it multiple times. Yeah. Um, I put in a lot of hours. Yeah, you did. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember you going really hog wild. Yeah, it was very much like... Uh, I'm, I'm, happy, I'm always happy to see people go hog wild in The Witcher. I think it looks really cool. It was very much like Skyrim to me in terms yeah. of just like how lost I got into it and yeah. like how stupid I got with it. Is like, it way better than Skyrim? It's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah. So it's t- too hard to say better or worse kind of. I mean... Just different. I really liked Skyrim. Um, so did I. And yeah. I really liked the variety of your characters and whatever. That's true. In that, whereas The Witcher, you were always the whatever, Witcher. you know, like uh, you had certain powers You're never and not stuff. a Witcher. Yeah. Skyrim, you know, you could be yeah. a pickpocket. You could be a dual wielding guy. I can appreciate that stuff. You can be yeah. a, an archer, <clears throat> you know, like uh, I really liked that. Totally. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, one of the reasons why I like that game, even though it's like your main character is supposed to be a Jedi, mm-hmm. I like that you could ditch 
them if you could just do pistols if you wanted to. Hmm. And I was like, that's great. Yeah. Like, it's really cool to have that option. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So, so yeah, in terms of Skyrim, that, but I mean, that's a generation apart, right? So, yeah. I don't think it's a very fair comparison. Um, True. Yeah, I wouldn't even really compare them. Uh, I loved Skyrim. I loved The Witcher. Um, I couldn't say which one's better. Um, yeah. They're different. To me, The Witcher has more personality. And that's, for, I think for me, that's what ultimately wins me. Is that the game with more personality is going to always come out on top. I always felt that Skyrim was, like, uh, bland. Well, Skyrim was, again, like, a, lot, a lot older, right? Um, yeah. A lot older than The Witcher. And yeah. different type of fantasy, I find. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there was... I, I know what you mean about the blandness, sort mm-hmm. of. But at I the same time... I still play the time, shit out of the game. Oh, but, man, I went nuts on it. And I it really was really did, good. I really did. Like, the factions and some of the stories were really cool. Um, I think a bit of it is the time and the place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. at the time, it was the most impressive creation like that. For sure. In existence, Yeah, I think. yeah. Fallout yeah. was very close, too. Exactly. I mean, um, yeah. just something very cool. Super, super, super detailed. And, like, you could go in so many direct... Like, if you wanted to run around picking up plates and selling them, you could, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah totally. You just totally. do what you want. And, Pretty much. Like, the Witcher was sort of... Like, it, it didn't quite have... It wasn't to that extent, you know? Like, um... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you could go and play Gwent with people in bars, but like... Uh, that was pretty awesome. It was very cool. I still haven't <laughs> figured out how to play Gwent. Um, I watched my buddy Joel play so much Gwent. <laughs> I couldn't figure you it out for a life Gwent. of me. I tried I love watching times. him play, but... <laughs> I tried multiple times. I'm like, what does this do? Uh, put uh, this down. Like, he really liked card games, though. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. It's a card game thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You either like him or you don't, I think. <laughs> but no, it was a very cool game. More of a... Um, I feel like it had more... Uh, focus and uh maybe more story definitely well actually no skyrim had cutscenes. yeah this this just seemed like more of a more of a movie more focused on the story yeah there was and i mean like there were your decisions did matter i guess but um that's one thing i feel like is a bit of a knock against cyberpunk is that your decisions really don't matter yeah well i I sort of felt that in the first two minutes yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just like, okay, click this or this. So I click one option, and yeah. then I see the next thing I ask him is the second option. I'm like, okay, so exactly. If right? I click that like, first one, what it would just yeah. be the the next one. And <laughs> I don't think we'd care if they hadn't said that that was going to be. I'm pretty sure they said that was one of the, like they were the, like you know it's going to matter what you decide and stuff. Like, well, I, I and mean, also more importantly, just The Witcher did that. So I feel like we kind of wanted that from that studio. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it really did matter in The Witcher, right? Like, that's inarguable. I think. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah, no. From it what did. I hear. No, yeah. it did. It did. Yeah. It did. Which was cool. Yeah. And with, and it might be like that too later. In, well, no, you've played a lot of it, so. With very small exception, there is something. You know, here's an example. Uh, there's a there's a, a one Ripper doc you can find in Cyberpunk. That um, you find out, I mean, he's just a normal merchant. You can just buy cyberware from. Uh, but also, there's a bunch of weird stuff going on in his shop. And if you dig into it, you can find out that he's working with this, like, criminal syndicate that's, like, operating out of his basement. And there's a bunch of, like, gang members in the basement. And it turns out that he's actually getting all of the cyberware from, like, he's just scabbing them from people. Like, they're, he's actually... Like murdering people and like just harvesting cyberware, selling it illegally, kind of thing. And he's like super nasty business. Hmm. And then if you discover, I mean, first of all, you have to discover that he's doing this, which you may not if you just talk to him. Like you have to dig into it a bit. But if you dig into it and discover it, then you can confront him about it. And if you confront him about it, he's like, 
I'm really sorry, you know, just let, just let me keep going on about my business. Like, you can have a massive discount if, like, you don't, like, do anything about it. And you essentially have a choice to either let him carry on or, or essentially murder him. Okay. Because, like, if you say, nah, fuck you, then, like, he gets up and tries to run and you can just kill him hmm. if you want, right? And so that's a, a case of a decision that matters where it's, like, something different happens. Because, like, I let that guy go. And I later was like, that's horrible. I should have, to- I totally should have killed him. It wasn't the right thing to do, but I couldn't go back. You can't attack him. Right. 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 Like the game makes you not able to attack him after. You've made so your it's decision. Like, it's yeah. cool. Like, but that stuff does not happen that often, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like sometimes. Well, and I don't know how much it happens in other games too. A lot of the time it seems like maybe there would be more difference than not. I know it was the, one of the first times it was super noticeable was Technomancer actually. Because each situation had, like, not maybe not every situation, but, like, most of them had quite a few ways of dealing with it. Interesting. So it's like, you could fight them, beat them up and take the key card. You could Mm -hmm. stealth around back, pick a lock and whatever. You could bribe somebody, get something. Like, there was a huge amount of options, and it really did impact your alliances with different factions. That's cool. So it really felt like... I've never had to think so hard <laughs> about yeah. what I was gonna do as I did in that game because yeah. it made such a difference. You know? That's really cool. Like, That's that, really that was really one thing that I really appreciated about it. It's super applaudable. Mm-hmm. Like you got to give credit for that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's extremely impressive. Yeah, like it's really hard to do and it's extremely impressive. Well, every person that you uh, beat up or you know, yeah, you beat up, um, you can either suck their life essence out of them as like currency or whatever and that like lowers your your honor or i don't know it wasn't honor but yeah it like makes you a shittier person um (laughs) but it was like currency right and xp i think so it's like you kind of want it but you kind of don't and totally i don't know i really appreciated that it had its problems it's really cool no doubt but i think with cyberpunk it's kind of like they're not it's not a bad game for not including that it's just that we wish that that would have been there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't make a bad game because they didn't put that in. It's It has huge scope. You can't really blame them. No. But it did kind of feel like coming from the Witcher guys, you know, we were expecting a bit... Well, I say we, the royal we. But like, people, yeah, yeah. people were expecting a little bit more of that level of stuff. I, I kind of feel like it's a, it's a movie that you play um, a little bit. And maybe your choices do make more difference in terms of what you actually do and, like, yeah. who you're... But that might be limited to, you know, what faction you, who you choose as a starting person, right? As to, mm-hmm. like, what direction you end up in yeah. and, like, who you interact with. I think certain late game things have a big effect on the ending. Okay. But there's just not that many of them. Mm. You know what I mean? There's a lot less than in The Witcher. Okay. But anyways, we've hacked apart the Cyberpunk long enough, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. It's cool. We still both like it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's cool and <laughs> I'm going to play more of it. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm... I'm about at the point where I think I need to stop again. Mm. It's been like too much, but I'm, I think I've put 130 hours now total. Jesus, all right. And well. like, I, I'm, I'm gonna finish every single side quest hmm. other than the main storyline. I'm, hmm. I'm about 80% finished every single side thing. Wow. And I, yeah, I think I'm gonna probably just leave it then for when I get a better system. Okay. To save a little bit for, uh, nice graphics. Okay. Um, yeah. But, um, but it's good. I like it. Nice. Uh, nice. We had a few, uh, we've been kind of, it's a little bit of a long episode, but we've got a few news things to mention. Not that many, uh, and they're not that complicated, unfortunately. Mm. But, um, so we'll get right into that. Uh, do you want to take a little break or? Yeah, let's take five. Yeah, okay. We'll take five. We'll come right back.
Okay, so back from break. Uh, got some delicious beefaroni. A little uh, tasty pomegranate. Uh, what was it? Pomegranate. Pomegranate, pomegranate. Bevy. San Pellegrino. <laughs> no name brand. <laughs> no, it's not no name brand. San Pellegrino brand. No, the San Pellegrino oh, is. The other pomegranate is either true. President's Choice or no name. It's I think PC, maybe. Yeah, probably. PC. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. President's drink it. <laughs> At least they choose it. <laughs> it's good enough for the president. Hey. It's good enough for us. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we just wanted to wrap up a couple news items before we go, uh, just for shits and giggles, as they say. Number one, we got Aliens Fireteam Elite gets release date and new trailer. Yep. Uh, that is more or less exactly as it sounds. What is the release date, though? The release date is August 24th. August 24th. Uh, and the Aliens Fireteam Elite game, I think Elite was not in the title before. It was just Aliens uh, Fireteam. Yeah, I seem to recall something it like being Fireteam. But... Yeah, something like that. I assume that's some sort of weird, just like, a, oh, whoops, trademark dispute. You know, like, we need to change the name slightly. Mm. Who cares? But yeah, that's by Cold Iron Studios. Uh, if I, I think I'm getting that right. Uh, this is off the Games Radar website. I was kind of uh, uh, sort of impressed with it, impressed with us this time because mm-hmm. there was a lot of different. The Aliens Fire Team is off Games Radar. Bloodborne is off Screen Rant. Battlefield is off IGN. There was a bunch of actually different different hunt, sources. The, the hunt map is directly from the company. You know, Yang Yi for the yeah. It was a little more all over yeah, the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just 17 IGN articles. Right. That's <laughs> Not good. that I'm sure nobody really cares, but well, I, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, and I care. Hmm. I'll try to eat this without making any clicking noises. We'll see if it well, works. Just don't stir it. Maybe. Maybe just don't stir it. Yeah, <laughs> but then know. parts will get cold. All right. Um. But yeah, the, I don't really have much to say about this other than it's coming. We've got a release date, August 24th. That's cool. Yeah. It's I, co-op. It's a co-op aliens game. Yeah, that seems like four people. Seems like four people. Cold Iron Studios, uh, known previously for, I can't remember the titles, but it's all multi um, uh, MMO stuff, basically. Okay. Like, uh, yeah, they worked on a bunch of MMO type games. Hmm. They're not a huge studio. They're not super uh, super prolific. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think Aliens Fireteam looks pretty neat. I've th- I've thought so since we first covered it. I can't remember when. A while but, ago. Uh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, what do you think? I thought it looked really cool. Um, I was like pretty uh, excited for it off the bat. As more time went on, I just kind of don't care anymore. Like, uh, I'll check it out when it uh, when it comes, and maybe I'll try it, but uh, see how it reviews, and uh, if anybody I know actually plays it, or is going to play it. I'm not going to do it by myself. You know? Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, I um, I watched another trailer uh, when I was researching this, and I think I saw, I think IGN did, like, a special expose on, on this game. Like, okay. they did, like, a month-long thing or something, where they were showing a bunch of like um, gameplay demos of the different classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were working with the company to, yeah, to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and I found some videos from that just showing in-depth, like... And it's neat because you, they do gameplay with each of the different classes and, like, you can see how they pick when they go into, like, the class, I don't know, menu. They have different abilities, sort mm-hmm. of. Like, they have slightly... Like, the classes have slightly unique things that make them a little bit different. And, uh, you know, after watching that, I, I guess I was kind of like, huh, maybe... Because with my brother, I I, um, I haven't been playing with him that much lately, mostly because I kind of just don't like Destiny that much anymore. Fair. I'm sort of done with it. Yeah, and it's been around a long time. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I just put kind in of your hours. Put in my hours. Yeah, I just can't. Uh, it's not. It's not grabbing me as much as it used to. Hmm. Um, also, I do feel like the game has kind of some of the good things about it have changed for the worse, and like they're not doing as good a job of 
putting in uh, unique, really engaging content for people like me, I suppose. And when hmm. I say like me, I mean kind of like quest-based stuff or like really difficult, like sort of solo or up to three people stuff mm. and not six-person raid stuff. Right. You know? Like I've never been able to touch that six-person raid stuff, but I did appreciate some of the really difficult content they designed for one to three people before. Right. They had dungeons too in the game that were really neat and like the dungeons were cool like co-op things to explore where it's like you can do this whole dungeon and it'll take you like... I mean, if you're amazing, maybe an hour and a half, but for most people, probably like two to three hours. Okay. But you can also put the game down in between because you can hit checkpoints where it's like, okay, now you hit a checkpoint, so you can come back from there. So you can do it over a span of a few days. Oh, that's cool. But they were really neat, like, sort of, you just go and explore an area from point A to all the way to the end, and there's bosses in the middle and stuff, and like, it's like a difficult, but like cool level design, and not just some arena. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they don't have as much of that shit as they used to. And the shit they do have like that is not as good. And I just... Yeah, it's that and just general fatigue, I think. Fair enough. So it's kind of like he asked me to play a lot lately and I'm just... I just can't bring myself to want to play Destiny that much. Yeah, I'm kind of... Exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of looking for, you know, what could be a nice alternative? What will we play next? Could it be something like Back for Blood? Could it be something like that zombie survival game the world ends no the world ends with you as a james bond what's that zombie survival world after tomorrow no no uh, day after tomorrow that's something else yeah no totally jesus uh Uh, that bloody that zombie game i know exactly what you're talking about really hoping was going to be at e3 and wasn't and it's called brain fart the day before the day before maybe yeah it's the day before the day before yeah that the day before you know that could be a fun game to play with him uh maybe that one there's a lot of the Evil Dead game that could be that could be that perfect. could be cool. That you know, cool. I just I need something sort of like simple that we can like. You know what? I'd actually love to play with him would be, and it's a real bummer. But the other game by one of our favorite studios, uh, and I'm gonna forget the division name now. But it's um, the Gen Zero guys. Avalanche. Yeah, but the division that's responsible for Gen Zero is called Syn- it's Avalanche, right? Avalanche. Yeah. Synaptic Studios, maybe. <laughs> but they have a subsidiary that makes uh, Gen Zero and is responsible. And it also did the Dino game on Xbox. Oh, right. Which right. the name is escaping me. Yeah, but me too. we should. Do you still have Gen Zero installed? Mm-hmm. I kind of wouldn't mind uh, playing that. I tried it again briefly, but uh, didn't. Uh... Second Extinction. Second Extinction. Yeah. yeah, Second Extinction, a bite-sized combat game co-op. Which is fun, simple action would be perfect for me and Jake. That's mm-hmm. exactly what I want. I'm, it's too bad we can't play Second Extinction. Not that it looks that amazing, but it's by one of my favorite developers. You know, I love Gen Zero. Um, even if it's not as good as Gen Zero, I still, I just, I will kind of want to support stuff they do. Yep. I do think it looks good. I don't think it looks, I think Gen Zero has something special, and I don't know if this game does, right. but I still think it looks like a decent game. Like average. You know? uh, it's worth like, checking out. I mean, just. Yeah, after Gen Zero, it's worth checking out anything these people do. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I want something like that. Hmm. So maybe Aliens Fire Team could be a game like that. Yeah, I think yeah. that's mostly why it's on my radar is because I'm like, it's also it's not uh, it's forty thirty nine ninety nine USD. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be fifty or fifty five, I guess. I'm just kind of worried that it's going to be like World War Z, which was cool. It had its moments, but I I just I don't know. I couldn't. Again, I didn't know anybody that played it. I just bought it because I liked the book and the movie. Um, I think there's a very strong chance this is going to be hot garbage. 
Yeah. Um, there's just also a very small chance that it may not be. Right. And that's yeah. why I care. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm curious. And, uh, I mean, you know. these multiplayer games are dime a dozen. Like, they're always making, like, uh, you know, simple co-op things where it's, like, kind of mid-tier or low-budget studio. Mm -hmm. And the Aliens franchise does not have a very good track record at all. Right. It's got one of the worst track records possible in the video game, uh, mm. video game world. They've got, like, one good game for every, like, ten kind of thing. Mm, you yeah, know? It's really not good, yeah. It's not good. It's kind of like Star Wars. Star Wars has a lot of shitty games for a few amazing ones okay but a handful a small handful but um you never know yeah, yeah we'll see and the gameplay did look not bad it looked a lot better than yeah i don't know than i thought but better than i was expecting yeah yeah that's it. yeah um so that's that uh second thing we got is number two new teaser trailer for hunt map de sal uh, i hope i'm saying that right uh and i put brackets coming soon to test servers so this is really just a youtube video there's no there's no yeah I mean, there was do you want to take a, us through this there was just a trailer i think it was maybe uh i don't know on uh crytek's twitter or something i don't even know where it popped up i just saw it on youtube and um yeah it's a new map i heard it uh i heard it was in the works for some time but uh i think we discussed it two episodes ago i think so yeah yeah, yeah. but it was less concrete yeah, well, no, I think it was like... still 100% guaranteed, uh, but oh, there was I mean, no the... trailer for it. Um, exactly. So, yeah, there was just kind of, I don't know. Uh, it was coming, but uh, now there's an actual trailer. So, looks cool. I don't really know much about it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, a couple of new skins, you know. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Yeah, it seems I to think be they usually... Maybe, maybe not even, I don't know. They usually align new skins with this type of content. They do, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that's to be expected. Pretty much... Although so. there's been, sounds like, plenty of new skins anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah. If Lots there wasn't, of DLC. it's not like it would matter. You know? Lots of DLC. <clears throat> Since the last event, I think there's been two or three, maybe even four DLCs. Um, yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Well, actually, that might not be right. It may be four characters. I well, don't you know mean how like many DLCs. Small content drops. Yeah. Like, so, like, a new, uh, a new, new legendary hunter that's uh, only gettable through downloadable content, right? Sure. I don't know how many of them there have been, but there's at least four new characters. Yeah. Since that update. Totally. totally. Uh, I mean, I, I firmly believe that that's the only kind of support you need for a game like this, hmm. right? It's just the the small, consistent content drops. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, the introduction of um, special ammo wasn't that long ago. It was at the last event, I'm pretty sure, or just before, maybe. Yeah. Um, so You're there right. have been some pretty significant... Uh, changes uh, over time. There's totally. quite a bit of support on this game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I really, uh, really like yeah. it. Really Seems like it. you know. I remember we were concerned before. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but I think you know we were concerned before that when cock, cock, cock media. <laughs> no, Don't know. Coke. I think it's pronounced Coke. Maybe it can't be cock. That's just too bad. Sure, Coke. it's K O C H. Yeah, could coke. be cock. Let's just say Coke. I have no idea. But when Coke Media took them, uh, not took them over, but uh, became their publisher, we were a little concerned about the health of the game. After. Mm -hmm. Just wondering how, what kind of publisher they would be. Yeah. And it seems like so far everything's completely fine. Absolutely. Which is great. Yeah. You know, it's business as usual. I would think, you yeah. Know, uh, if, if anything, maybe even better than before. Well, yeah, I didn't really... Uh, I mean, I think it was out on PC for some time before it came to console. Um, yeah. So it went through quite a few changes before it even got to console and then by the time i played it <laughs> who knows i think it's a different game altogether i mean uh, I yeah. at launch i know it was a single map i know it was only one of the modes uh hunter mode instead of uh, gunslinger uh there, there was a lot of stuff that they uh, i think added after um yeah. so i think it's changed quite a bit from totally. launch but mm -hmm. it's got lots of support and uh i imagine the hunter base will 
explode when the new map comes out. Third map is, is cool stuff. Really uh, nice. Apparently, the numbers go up, you know, went up like crazy for the last event, and then uh, has sort of tapered off. And that that'll just yeah. that happens every time there's new stuff, right? It's so, the same with Destiny. It's the same with every game, I yeah, think, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. New content, everyone's in it, and then kind of tapers off a bit. Maybe uh, when Hunt finally starts to become not popular, maybe that's when I'll get back in. I don't think it is. Because we'll have... Well, yeah. It's popular enough to have full lobbies. Oh. I, ne- I need there to be occasionally non-full lobbies. Then you play on foreign servers. Yeah, but that's annoying. At different times. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a baby, but clearly. But, yeah. I mean, if you want an empty server at 8 o'clock at night, play on an EU server. I just want what used to happen, which is when I would play the occasional hooky game at, like, 12 o'clock on yeah, break well, from work. Yeah, and you turn off no cross-play. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, pretty quiet. Uh, most people don't want that, right? So it's like, <laughs> well, it's, I'm, I'm certainly the minority there. <laughs> no, no, no. I say, we when we hear gunshots, we go for them. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's where the, the game is. Uh, well, anyways, so yeah, keep your eyes out. Yeah, absolutely. Map. Anyone playing out there? Yeah, just dig in. It absolutely. looks cool. It does look. I mean, that it did look really neat in the trailer. Yeah, check out honest. the trailer. Yeah, check the trailer out. is really cool. It's on YouTube. It's a very nice trailer. Um, so that takes us to number three, which is Bloodborne Remaster Rumors. So this is off-screen rant, um, and I think the article is just called Bloodborne PS5 PC Remaster Leaks Rumored. So basically, the story here is, um, now this is, uh, to preface, it is a rumor. Mm. So this is 100% not founded. Uh, I mean, not confirmed right. by From Software or uh, Bandai Namco. Uh, French-language Twitter account user Souls Hunt. Uh, who correctly leaked, and again, off-screen rant, who correctly leaked Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin prior to its announcement at E3. So, some reputation for having correct leaks. Yeah, he he has uh, reported on his Twitter account that an quote-unquote ambitious PS5 remaster will ship later in 2021. Um, I was going to say, I wonder how much of our audience speaks French. Yeah, so this this French-language Twitter account uh, from Soulshunt says, again, translating from French, uh, lots of people waiting for a follow-up to Bloodborne, but that's not going to happen. From Software prefers to focus on new IPs. Uh, next paragraph. Because of the... I can't remember what it means. Because of that, uh, Bloodborne is going to come out this year on PS5, brackets, later on PC. The remaster is not being developed by Bluepoint, nor From Software, but is ambitious. Uh, the, the, the air quotes were added by the article. And that's all there is. So the only reason to put any stock into this is mainly that this guy has had one correct thing before that he uh, posted about that ended up being true. And the other thing is basically just that um, it actually does seem like like a, um, this would be around the right time for a Bloodborne remaster. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, lots of the stuff is getting remasters for PS5. Right. It wouldn't be at all weird for them to do... They're for sure at some point in time going to do a native PS5 version of Bloodborne. And to do a slightly, some sort of director's cut version, mm-hmm. you know, slight differences perhaps, wouldn't be that weird. Right. So I just think it's extremely believable. Okay. Yeah. 100% unconfirmed. Very believable. It does seem like that From Software is uninterested in doing a Bloodborne sequel, which I am both happy and sad by. <laughs> okay. Because uh, the game, the original game, can stay intact forever as, like, the perfect thing. Right. Like, I think it's perfect. Okay. It's like a, kind of a 10 on 10 for me. I guess the only thing that's not that great is maybe the multiplayer is not quite as good as the other ones. Right. It's like, but that put it, would put it in like 9.5 on 10. Right. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I think is cool about this is that, and again, it's completely unfounded, um, but the thing that I think is enticing is that if it actually is an ambitious remaster, 
then what I was thinking is like, oh, maybe what they're going to do is fix the multiplayer hmm. and just make it not suck. That'd like, be cool. Make a really, really... Because the fixing the multiplayer would require incredibly small alterations to the way it works. All they need is to like disable people from the ability to heal in combat, and that pretty much solves the whole problem. Hmm. The problem is that duels in Bloodborne would become like wars of attrition, where it's like everyone's backing off healing, going back in, backing off healing, going back in, and just people just don't die. Mm. So it ends up being like a five minute long. Duel was it permanent? Like, he- like, could you unlimited heal or? No, you could get, but it's like there was a lot of them. Okay. Like you could heal like 10 times. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of like too much. Mm-hmm. It's like no one wants a duel to last for like five whole minutes. It's right. Like, that's right, just right. too long. You know? Yeah. It's not as exciting. Whereas in Dark Souls, they had limiting mechanics to healing so that duels would be decided in like a few blows. Right. You right. know, it's like bang, 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 bang. Someone's dead. Right. You know? How a duel would probably be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe they, maybe ambitious means like they'll touch up the the hmm. multiplayer. Maybe they could even add in some like covenant system to the multiplayer where it's like there's like factions to join that like do specific things, you know, focus a bit more on the invasion aspects because invading was also hard in Bloodborne, whereas it was easy in other games. Okay. Like the invading mechanic is like you have to find someone who has enabled invasion rather than just being able to do it at any time. It's just a little bit, everything's a little bit harder to access in Bloodborne okay. in terms of the multiplayer than it was in other stuff. Right. So that's really all I have to say about it is just I'm hoping that if this is true, then Ambitious could mean just a really slight retooling of some of the things that suck about the game okay. or that are less optimal than they could be. Yep. That's cool. There's, there's a few tweaks that could make it, you know, even better kind of thing. Cool. Um, that would be neat. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that takes us to number four, which is uh, Battlefield 2042 to feature bots and AI solo play. Uh, this is off IGN. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I'm not a Battlefield guy. Yeah, I'm not really a Battlefield guy either. Mm-hmm. I yeah. never... I, I think I got one of them that was free recently, and uh, I think I tried it for, you know... Ah, no, I never tried it. Um, no, I never tried it. I, <laughs> I, added, I added it to my library, um, but I never actually downloaded it. Nice. And, uh yeah, so I don't I, think I even added it to my library. I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm zero Battlefield guy too. I just saw the uh, somewhat gorgeous E3 trailer that just mm. happened, right? That I think a lot of people. I was talking to my my buddy Matt about, it, and he was pretty impressed. And I can completely understand why. It's a really really cool looking trailer. Mm. Just very like um, it's kind of it's kind of like the Marvel movie of video games. Okay, you know, like crazy spectacle and like. You know, piloting a ship the and then Marvel flying out of a... Of, yeah, yeah, Marvel movies are, like, crazy spectacle and just, like, really, like, you know... Yeah, yeah, well, but the first Marvel movie that I can think of was X-Men, right? And, like, that was not okay. impressive. Well, <laughs> like, I was in, di- oh. in a different way. I mean, it's not really a spectacle as much, oh, but... Oh, yeah, it's not a... It's a spectacle. <laughs> a fucking train wreck. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like... I know what you mean. The later ones, yeah, like yeah, Avengers yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like I Iron Man, you know, whatever. Yeah, big budget. Big budget, yeah, no, I hear you know, you, I hear it's you. like, what happens when we throw infinite money at this stuff, yeah, you know? I got like, it, I got it. And I'm and at least moderately talented director, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, Blood, uh, sorry, I was going to say Bloodborne, Battlefield 2042, it looks like that for video games, which, I, similar to you, it's not really my thing, no. but I did see, you know, I saw the E3 trailer, I thought it was cool. Then I saw the fact that campaign pl- campaign play has been declared it's not going to be in the game. Right. And I was like, okay, I guess that, that I'm out then mm-hmm. because I'll never play a game that doesn't have any any sort of single-player campaign, even if it's just a shitty one. Like Star Wars Battlefront Two had a shitty single-player campaign. That's fine. Hmm. You know, I just need something, right? Hmm. Like, 
Um, but yeah, this had no campaign play, so I was kind of out. Then I saw this article about bots and AI solo play, and again, it's pretty much exactly what it says. Uh, it's just you will, they just confirmed that you will have the ability to add AI bots into the game so that you can facilitate either literally playing by yourself or playing just co-op with one other person. That's cool. And because they're like, you know, because, and they said too, because we're eliminating campaign play, we still want you to be able to experience the game in as many different ways as you want and control the experience how you like. And to that effect, we're doing this. I think it's like notable for being the first time in a... Is it the first time the Battlefield has ever had AI bots in the history of the series? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> I would have no idea. I, I thought this was referenced in the article, but now I'm having trouble finding it. Um, I thought the article said something about this being one of the few times that... Either the only time or one of the few times that they've ever had bots in the in the video games. Hmm. But uh, either way, I just I think it's cool. And it... It opens the door a tiny bit more to 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 me, I suppose, okay. because I would never play the game if it was a completely multiplayer only. But the fact that I could maybe play it as sort of a co-op experience is a little intriguing. Okay. Yeah. Again, mostly from the angle of the never-ending quest to find fun games to play with my brother. Yep. Right. Fair enough. Like I'm always on the lookout, so it's yep. like any little caveat like that. It's enough to just like pay a bit of attention. <laughs> well, you should definitely pick up Chivalry too, then. Uh, I'm, just kidding, really I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's yeah. my segue. No. <laughs> and it, yeah, no, no, no. it's 100% co-op. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. We do need to say a segue into Chivalry 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's enough about Battlefield. And that brings <laughs> us right into number five, which is Chivalry 2 is out. Yeah, it is. You it have is. successfully segued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out. What do you think? I love it. I think it's hella fun. Goofy, but... Um, I dig it. Why don't you tell uh, tell the audience exactly if they've never heard of Chivalry, give them the, the elevator pitch. Third or first person. Really? Yeah, you can go between oh, hey, cool. either way. Um, and it's either 64 on 64 or 40 on 40, I believe. The first one sounds right. Um, there's options. Um, mm. Pretty much it's just an epic battle and um, you have objectives, uh, whether it's... Uh, you know, destroying a village, uh, making sure a siege tower makes it to the gate or to the uh, the walls or, or whatever. Yeah, you just have a ton of objectives. And, and it's a, sword and board. Right? Yeah, yeah. Slash and... Well, you can have a... Yeah, it's melee. Uh, well, there's, uh, there's bows too. Crossbow and uh, longbow. But um, for the most part, it's, yeah, hack and slash. And uh, mayhem. Absolute mayhem, and just well, sixty-four on sixty-four, it kind of has to be. It's right? uh, it's as sloppy as you would think. <laughs> a epic battle with a whole bunch of sharp objects and people clambering up a staircase. You kill as many uh, people on your team if you're not careful as uh, you kill the enemy. It, oh, that's awesome! You know, that it's player versus player damage. It's sloppy, and um, <laughs> it's just as chaotic as I would expect the the real thing to be. Um, just a lot goofier and funny. You know, like it's it's got a silliness to it that's like um, again some Monty Python references and stuff and uh, chicken throwing you can throw a chicken you can throw a chicken uh, you get a limb lo- lopped off uh, you say oh, merely a flesh wound you know um, is there a Frenchman that insults you from the top of a tower probably uh, <laughs> a more mo- than likely a British speaking mock you, French accent Frenchman you can probably fling a cow from a catapult uh, <laughs> oh wow that would, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, that would be fantastic no uh, you can launch people you can be launched in it from a cattle pole i'm uh, really happy that they walked into the monty python rather than yeah i don't know there's <laughs> shied a, away from it there's a the, yeah there's just a silliness to it that makes it um 
that much more fun. You know, like uh, it's some silly e, some silly uh, voices, and you can say some dumb shit and do some yeah. stupid emotes, and I don't know. It's well, just I remember, fun. I remember that trailer we saw before was very tongue in cheek. Yeah, I was looking for that. I haven't been able to I, find it again. Yeah, it's um, something to do with like the nar- the uh, gameplay director explaining gameplay or something. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I I wouldn't be sure how to find that now either. I was looking for funny trailer, all this shit, and it's like all the trailers look all serious and stuff, and I'm like. If this was the trailer that I saw, I would not be interested in this game because you're trying to make it seem too serious. Like yeah, yeah. the one that we saw where it was goofy as hell and Super like goofy. jokes was like was yeah, this looks like fun. Yeah. Um Yeah, it felt like fun. Yeah. True, true. But um I don't know. I'm I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I haven't put cool. in too much time, but um I, I I'm enjoying it. Uh, nice quite a bit. So All right. I, I recommend it. And it's not a full price game either. I think oh, it's true. uh 53 Canadian or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's important. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's fun. Again, it's no, cool. maybe not a masterpiece, but, uh, I don't know. There's maybe not, it's a masterpiece. Maybe it is. Uh, there's not that many games that let you walk around in giant Throw a chicken in someone's with... face and, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh, and kick them in the balls. And swords, like, first person. Yeah. Like... Lop off their head and you can literally, it's like, cool. pick up a severed head and throw it in someone's face. You know? That's pretty like, awesome. Uh, it's, yeah. it's fun. You can't do that in every game. No. 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 <laughs> it's goofy, but it's fun. I recommend it. Cool. Uh, nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, uh, I think that's kind of takes us to the end. All right. So, um, closing comments, thoughts and concerns. Thoughts and Final concerns. Countdown. Thoughts and concerns, eh? Mm. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to eat later. It's oh, a concern. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Beefaroni or lasagna? <laughs> Just can't. Deeply concerned. These are the hard questions in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Well, um, I guess that's all we got. All right. Well, have a good one. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for recording Teague. And uh, we'll see you next time. Have a good one. <laughs>